title of my message is Victory by the Tongue. Yes. Victory by the Tongue. Victory by the Tongue. In this life, whatever you are going to become, and whatever God is going to do in your life is going to be based on the power of your tongue. In other words, the manifestation of your life is as a result of the words you speak. This is a divine truth that many don't know. You shape your destiny with your words. To the point that what you say is what you become. Praise the Lord Jesus. It's not just what you are saying, but what is said to you. You reflect the words that are spoken to you. And many people must come to this realization and begin to understand how they can change the course of their life through the power of their tongue. If you are going to have victory in this life, it is going to be based on your understanding of the power of your tongue. Say, I have power in my tongue. Say, I have power in my tongue. Now, this changed my life. This message changed my life. And I got to understand this quite early in my life. I got born again after high school. And then I just got into the university after being born again. So much of my Christian experience was on the campus. And you know, whenever you are in a campus or you are in a camp, it is the best time to get to know God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because you see, it, it gives you the opportunity, the environment. You have the influence of other people who share your faith. You have the opportunity to fellowship with others. You have the privilege to be inspired. For example, what happened here in the morning, the drama. You know, you see others doing well in the faith. When you are home, it could probably be you alone. And the journey of the Christian world becomes difficult. So whenever we come together, it's like pieces of fire coming together. You draw a little bit of heat from here. A little bit of heat from here. By the time you realize, you have caught a lot of fire. So when you are on a campus or in a camp, take advantage of the environment and get to know the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. At the same time, it is the place where your fire can easily die if you fall into wrong company. The Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. So if you fall into the hands of a wrong circle, that fire you have will definitely die. I learned this thing when I was on the campus that what I say is what I will see. Praise the Lord Jesus. Say, what I say is what I will see. This is a truth. And let me reveal this to you. 
whatever you are seeing in your life right now is as a result of what you have said in the past. If you can understand this truth, your life will move forward. Victory by the tongue. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. Victory by the tongue. If you are in a bad situation and you want to come out, what you use is the power of your tongue. If you are in a good experience, you are doing well in life, the only way to fail is to use your tongue wrongly. So in life, there is no permanent situation. There is only the control of your life with the power of your words. See, what I see is what I've said. Proverbs 18.20, the King James Version says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. King James is communicating something to us. He says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. He did not say death and life are in the tongue. He said it's in the power of the tongue. Now, the power of the tongue is not the same as the tongue. It's not the same as the tongue. The tongue in itself derives its power from something. God is telling us something. There's something called the power of the tongue. Not the tongue, but the power of the tongue. And when you read other translations, you understand this thing very good. The CEV translation says, words can bring death or life. So you see here, the tongue is not mentioned. It says, words can bring death. This is a truth. This is a reality. Words can bring death or life. It says, talk too much and you eat everything you say. It says, you eat everything you say. What does it mean? The good news translation says, what you say can preserve or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your words. The Bible is saying that your words carry consequences. There's nothing like an empty word. It says, the moment you speak something, get ready for the effect of what you have said. What you say can preserve your life. You can use your words to design your future. You can use your words to destroy your future. God gave you the tongue, not just for taste. That's the natural purpose of your tongue. To eat food. It's just the natural purpose. The tongue has a bigger assignment. Some people, all they use their tongue for is for eating. Hallelujah. It's for eating. Can I tell you something? There's a greater purpose for your tongue. This is the secret of successful people. They know that the tongue is not just for eating. They use the tongue for what it was intended to be used for. Many people never use their tongue for what it was intended for. Praise the Lord Jesus. 
Many Christians actually don't use the tongue for what it was intended for. Some people only use the tongue for gossip. They only use the tongue for insult. They only use the tongue to support uh, Ghana and uh, Portugal. <laughs> Some people use their tongue to shout, go! But when they come to church, they can't use their tongue to shout, hallelujah! Some of them are here. Very quiet in church, but when their team is playing, they are screaming and shouting. That is an abuse of the tongue. They don't know the purpose of the tongue. And usually, you see, men don't, they don't take advantage of the positive things they have. For example, in the Garden of Eden, did you realize that God actually said to Adam and Eve, he said, you shall eat of every tree in the garden, but for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. Did you hear the instruction? You shall eat of every tree in the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. So why don't they focus on eating (laughs) every tree? Because every tree was given to them for their own benefit. They focused on eating what they were not asked to eat. And the Bible says in that garden, there was a tree called the tree of life. The tree of life. And Adam and Eve never ate the tree of life. I was telling the Ashesi people about the intelligence of Adam. How it is that Adam was so intelligent that after creation, God made Adam a partner in creation. Adam, God said, I'm tired of creating. I'll pass you the baton. Name everything I have created. And Adam just got up, saw the ant, said, let's call this ant. Saw antelope, let's call this antelope. Got up, looked into the ocean, so I can see a whale in the ocean. That's the wisdom, the prophetic insight that Adam had. And the Bible said for everything that Adam gave a name to, God actually accepted it. So Adam was a co-creator with God. Bear in mind, Adam was not an ordinary person. Adam was not born by a woman. You know, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, among men that are born of women, John the Baptist is the greatest. He wasn't talking about Adam. Adam is not in a class that can be compared to any man. Every man after Adam was born by a woman. Adam was not born by a woman. Adam was created by the finger of God. That's how powerful Adam was. Praise the Lord Jesus. But when God gave an instruction, you shall eat of every tree in the garden, including the tree of life. The tree of life gives you the capacity to live forever. And Adam saw the tree of life. And chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Ah. And that's what many people do. They have the power to speak positive words. But they choose to speak negative words. Bible says that you bear the consequences of your words. May God give you wisdom this morning. I said, may God give you wisdom this morning. Amen. 
we say the power of the tongue, we are talking about the results, what the tongue produces. The tongue produces one thing. The tongue produces one thing. That thing is called words. The power of the tongue is what? Words. The words that come out of your mouth. If I cut your tongue right now, you realize that you can't speak. What makes you speak is the tongue in your mouth. The tongue is like the trigger of a gun. As it's there, it, it doesn't do anything. But when you hold and pull the trigger, it can kill. The tongue is very small, yet very dangerous. So if you don't know how to use the tongue, you will destroy your life. And many people have destroyed their lives because of that lack of knowledge of how to use the tongue. Say, I have victory. Say, I have victory. Now, if you look at the scripture, Proverbs 18, 21, it starts with death. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know what it means? It means that the tongue is susceptible. It is designed in such a way that it likes to proclaim death more than it likes to proclaim life. That's the more reason why you must master your tongue. The ordinary person declares negative things much more than they declare positive things. So people must be trained to be conscious of the effect of the tongue to the point where before words come out of their mouth, they control the words because they know that words have effect on their lives. Death and life. He didn't say life and death. The arrangement of words in the scripture is deliberate. Research says that the average man speaks 7,000 words a day. The average man. Why did God design it so? Because you see, he has to put more words in you because it is by your words that you design your own future. But do you know the interesting thing, Rebecca? The average woman speaks 20,000 words a day. (laughs) So it's not twice. Women don't speak twice more than men. They speak far more than men. So women stand the chance of designing their life better or destroying their lives and others more than men. Praise the Lord Jesus. A lot of women have destroyed the lives of their children. Women have said things like, oh, you will never do well. There are, there are women who have said that because of this, your life, you will kill me or you will kill me. And then at 45, they begin to develop diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure. And then at 45, they begin to see that the thing they said with their mouth is taking place in the life of their child. The child is becoming worse and worse and worse. They are forgetting that they are eating the fruits of what they have declared. 20,000. So as you woke up today, how many have you done? I'm sure you have done like some 
you've done like <laughs> you've done like some 500 you see after here she's going to continue the rest praise the lord jesus yeah. men are usually very quiet they think a lot that's why when the serpent came to the garden <sighs> he went, I'm telling you deep stuff he didn't go to the man. He knows the man who keep quiet on the matter. He quickly. Did you see the conversation? When he says it, the woman took it, and the woman reproduced the words in abundance. <laughs> reproduce the words. I'm telling you, the target. The enemy has no power. He knows the power for destruction and the power for life is in your tongue. What he does is he influences your emotions. He just makes you pull your own trigger. That's what. So you realize that when you are angry, you speak a lot of words. When you are happy, you speak a lot of words. So the enemy knowing this would influence your emotion depending on the agenda he has set in your life. People destroy much when they are angry. The wisdom in controlling your tongue is that when you are angry, don't speak. You can't control the words that are coming out of your mouth. You can't. You can't. I told you, the tongue is like what? A trigger. When you speak, it goes at the speed of a bullet leaving a gun. And it causes the same amount of damage a bullet will cause in their life. You see, it's just a matter of time. One day, Jesus was walking with his disciples. The Bible said they saw a, a tree. And it wasn't bearing fruit. And Jesus cursed the tree. And they moved. When he cursed the tree, it was there like that. He was teaching them a principle that there's power in the, in the tongue. They saw it. It was fine. The following day, when they were coming back, Peter said, Master, the tree that you cast is dead from the roots. He turned to them and said, you men of little faith. It means that Peter had not caught the understanding, the revelation that when you speak, you can't take your words back. It causes damage or it builds up. The effect of the power of the tongue. If you know this, you will measure your words. I'm telling you. Neurosurgeons did a research and they said there's a part of the brain called the speech center. They said in the speech center, every word that is spoken goes there. And then the words control all the other nerves in the body. So the scientists came to the conclusion that people who usually say, I am tired, they become tired. I am weak. They are very weak. They are young, but they look like old men. I am hungry. They become more hungry. <laughs> this is science, oh. This is science. You know, science is not against faith. Science reveals the truth of God's word. Science is not against faith. In the Bible... God said, I sit upon the circle of the earth. This was long ago when the scriptures were inspired and written. 
after many, many years, people came to the scene and said that the earth is flat. The earth is flat because that's what they see. Then it was just in recent times that it was discovered that the earth is not flat. It's a circle. But God has said long time in his word, I sit upon the circle of the earth. So science reveals the power of God. So science is good. Science is not bad. Everything that science is discovering is magnifying the power of God. Until men went to space, we didn't know how powerful our God was. We thought that the, the power of God was just limited here. Then people went to space. They went to see Pluto, Mercury, Mars. The more you get scientific, the more you must fear God. Because science reveals the magnitude of the power of God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's look at James chapter 3 verses 2. James chapter 3 verse 2. Are you learning something? James chapter 3. Verses 2. It says, For we all stumble and sin in many ways. In many ways. Sin is not only in fornication and adultery. James is revealing other ways that we sin that we don't know. So he says, We all sin and stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, so he's revealing one of the ways by which we stumble. We err, we fail in life. One of the ways by which we fail in life is in what we say. So he says, if anyone does not stumble in what he says, if someone is able to master what he says, if someone is able to understand the reality of this life, and control his words. Bible says he is a perfect man. Fully developed in character. Without serious laws. Able to bridle his whole body. And reign in his entire nature. Taming his human faults and weaknesses. He says that if you are able to master your words. You can control what happens in your body. <laughs> If you are able to control your words, you can control what happens in your body. If you are able to control your word, you control, you bring your body into rulership. If you are able to speak right, your life will be perfect. That's how the world is designed. It is words. It's a battle of words. Hallelujah. It's a battle of words. You must know the power of the tongue. If you don't know the power of your tongue, you think that the power is in other places. The power is in your tongue. A man is as powerful as the words he speaks. A woman is as powerful as the words she speaks. Beyond that, there's no power. The power in the word of God is released when it comes out of our mouth. If the word of God is in the Bible, it's not powerful. It is powerful when it is spoken. So the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did God create the heavens and the earth? It was an imagination. Imaginations don't do much unless the imagination becomes words. 
what you want to see, you must speak it. You must not imagine it. So though the earth was in God's mind, the antelopes were in God's mind. Your dream, the manifestation of your dream is tied to what you are able to say. You can't just be dreaming and thinking, I'm going to be great tomorrow. No, you have to say it before you can see it. So God saw the things in his mind. And the Bible said, and God began to use the power of his own tongue. Let there be light. And the Bible said there was light. Let the moon appear. And the moon appeared. Let the sun come. This is how things were created. God was teaching us something. And he made us in his image and after his likeness. Don't keep quiet. 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 Praise the Lord Jesus. Speak your future. Speak your future. Speak your future. Say, I'll speak my future. Say, I'll speak my future. Nothing will happen to you until you begin to speak the power. The power that is invested in your tongue. Learn how to talk. That's why we teach children how to talk when they are born. The essence is not just for communication. The essence is for design. The essence of words is for design. It's not just for communication. It's for design. If you wake up with your 7,000 words, what have you used it for? You use 20% for insult, 30% to support a team. What are you using your words for? If you can track your words, you'll be able to see why your life is the way it is. Some people, all they are using their words for is telling people, haven't I told you I love you? Haven't I? (laughs) You have never designed your own future. All your words. If we measure 7,000, 6,950 is I love you. (laughs) How can you move forward? Ask the gentleman, how can you move forward like this? How can you move forward like this? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Bible says Joshua was in a battle. He saw the sun. And while the battle was getting strong, Bible says he looked at the sun and he commanded, he said, stand, be still. He understood the power in did you hear what the Bible said? He said, if you have faith like that of a master seed, you shall say, you shall not believe, you shall say to this mountain, be removed into the ocean. The proof of faith is in the words you are speaking. A silent man has no faith. Faith does not operate in silence. Faith is loud. Faith is what? Faith has a sound. It says, if you have faith, you shall speak. Do you know what mountains are? Mountains are obstructions. They are limitations. They are things that are tormenting your life. God has given the power to move mountains in your what? In your mouth. A sickness can be a mountain. Your lack of resource. You don't have money in your account. What, what is it? It is a mountain. You lay your hands on your body. Thou sickness, thou pain in my body. Move in the name of Jesus. 
Don't be imagining yourself well. You know, some people, they are very silent. Hoping that they will be well. It doesn't work that way. Speak to the mountains. Don't imagine them away. Speak. There's a situation before you. There's a situation before you. Speak. Speak. The power is in your tongue. Praise the Lord Jesus. The power, God has given you power. You know, on the day of Pentecost, the Bible said that clothing tongues of fire set up. When God was building his church, the sign was the tongue. And this tongue was not an ordinary tongue, tongue of fire. The Christian is a career of a tongue that carries fire. God was telling you that now your, the fire of your life is in your tongue. Speak it. Speak life. Don't be like Adam. Don't speak death. Don't choose death when there is life. Be conscious of the power of the tongue. I'm telling you. Wake up in the morning. You say, I have another opportunity to design my future, my destiny. Then you wake up. You don't just speak by heart. Do you know speaking by heart? And what is in your heart is what you say. No, 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 no. The Christian doesn't speak like that. You don't speak what is in your heart. You speak what you want to see. So far as I don't want to see it, I'm not going to speak it. You don't speak what you feel. You speak what you want to see. Feelings. Oh, you can put your hands together if you want to. Feelings are not responsible for the outcome of our life. I'm telling you. If feelings were responsible right now, I feel like being in Switzerland. Why am I not there? (laughs) We all feel some way. I mean, every now and then. We all feel like Ghana should win the World Cup. (laughs) It goes beyond the feeling. (laughs) You have to speak. The power is in your tongue. Praise the Lord Jesus. Say, I'll speak. I'll design my future with my words. When I became a Christian, I learned something and I noticed it was an error. In the Sunday school, the teachers say, Sunday school, no talking. (laughs) That's the fastest way to shut the destiny of a person. In Africa, there's a problem. In Africa, when you are a child, you are not allowed to speak. It's a problem. When you speak, they shut you down. Because the devil knows that if you can speak right as a young person, you have a great destiny. But it's not like that in Europe. In Europe, you see a little girl who can just express themselves. In America, they talk. Eight-year-old, seven-year-old. It has a bearing on your destiny. People are too quiet in Africa. People are too quiet. Praise the Lord Jesus. It's like a silenced continent. Say, I will speak my destiny. Don't say, I'm the quiet type. What are you using the quietness for? Don't say, I'm the quiet type. The power to advance is in your tongue. Praise the Lord Jesus. He says, if you can control your words, your body will be perfect. I can never be sick. I can never be poor. I can never fail in life. Do you know what you are doing? You are not saying what you are seeing. 
you are correcting what you are seeing. I can never be broke in my life. I'm the star of my family. You see, when you say that, if there's somebody in your family who has not said that, you will definitely be the star in your family. And most of the times, many people in your family will never say that. Yeah, they will not say that. What you say is what you see. Praise the Lord. Numbers chapter 14, verse 26 to 29. The Lord says something amazing. Look at it. He says, now God was revealing something to humanity, but the interesting thing is that he said this thing to only Moses and Aaron. Let's, let's read it. Numbers 14, 26, 27. 27. He says, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? To grumble is to use the tongue in the wrong way. To use the tongue to complain. Because the tongue can be used to what? To do better things. But when you use the the tongue to complain, you are using the tongue in the wrong way. So he says, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard. I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. It means that God's ears is in our mouth. God, is I've heard. Whatever you say, God hears it all. It doesn't have to be a prayer. It has to be a word. The tongue is so powerful that it carries what we say to God. He said, I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. People say, okay, God loves me. God will take care of me. That's not what God is saying. God is saying that the thing he does, his action is based on your words. (laughs) Is this not true? The angel of God appeared to Mary, and the angel said, you would give birth to the Redeemer. And Mary said, how can this be? And the plan of God that has even pushed an angel to earth could not come to pass until the Bible said, and Mary accepted the fact He said, let it be done to me according to you. When Mary spoke, the Holy Ghost came upon her. God is limited, my God, by the words you speak. Don't just talk by heart. Are you here with me at all? And don't keep quiet also. Speak. He says, assuredly, as I live, is God still alive? Is God still alive? What is God doing? God is doing what you are saying. What is the work of God? The work of God is to look out for the words you are saying and to do them. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Bible said that an an angel of the Lord appeared to Zachariah in the temple. He was a pastor 
but he didn't know how to talk. It's not about being a Christian. It's about understanding the principle. An angel came to you. He saw a vision of an angel while he was in the temple. Such a spectacular scene. And the angel said, you will give birth. And your wife will also give birth. And he replied and said, I'm, I'm too old. You have an angel talking to you. He said, I'm too old. How can it be? And the Bible said the angel didn't want to waste that. He understood the protocol of words. He, he didn't have time. He has to go back to heaven. Because <laughs> he knows that men like to choose death over life. I'm telling you, the words that come out of your mouth, and the 7,000 words, about 70%, they want to come out as negative words. There's a consciousness that you have to stop your tongue from speaking negative words. And the Bible said, then the angel made him dumb and deaf. Just so that he can fulfill God's word in your life. What you are not seeing is what you are not seeing. Think about what I said. What you are not seeing is the reason why you are not seeing what you want to see. It's not enough to carry things in your heart. Say it. Praise the Lord Jesus. There's a footballer who is in the Ghanaian team. He grew up in Germany when he was a child. He used to play with the Ghana jersey. He used to do a lot of things with the, the, and he loved the Ghanaian club. And he kept saying, I will play for the Ghana Black Stars. He kept saying, he kept saying, today he's playing. Your advantage is in the words you speak. Praise the Lord Jesus. Verses 29. Take me to verse 29. Oh, help us, Lord. It says, in this wilderness, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who was counted in the census and who has grumbled against me. We fall when we fail to use the words right. The Bible says that every word that comes out of your mouth, you will give account of it. Why? Words are permanent. Words are permanent. Words don't die. So the only way to make good use of words is to control it before it comes out. People can forgive you, but they will never forget the words you spoke to them. Words have destroyed the, the lives of some people were very happy. They used to be very happy people until they met the wrong people who spoke the wrong words into their life. Then they became moody. See, I'll change my life with my words. So when you wake up, God is listening to what you are going to say. As surely as I live, I will do what I heard you say. So give God something to do. Hallelujah. Give God something to what? Do. First Corinthians 13, 11. Paul said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Now, 
in the physical realm, the way to identify a child is by their size. That's physical. In the spiritual realm, the way to identify a child is by their words. You can be 70 years old, but in the spirit you are a child because you speak. When we say speak like a child, it means you speak all right, but your words are not consistent with the word of God. So childishness in the spirit is speaking according to your feelings, not according to the word of God. So people who speak like a child spiritually are people who say things like, this my sickness will kill me. This my sickness. Are you here with me at all? When you were born, you didn't have a sickness. But when you grew up and the doctor used his mouth to say, you have this sickness. It was left, you know, when you are on Facebook or IG or something like that, they have to send you a request. You have to accept it. Right? If you don't accept, the person cannot be your friend. That's how sickness, poverty, and some of you, poverty have sent you a friend request. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why you are experienced. So when someone sends you a friend request, you, at least you can see their profile picture and all of that. So when you begin to see the signs in your life, you don't have, every time you don't have money, it's a friend request. Waiting for you to what? Accept or deny or block. But some of you, the little friend request, do you know how you accept? You say, as for me, I am broke. Request accepted. When you begin to feel the symptoms of that sickness, it's a friend request. You have to say in the name of Jesus. I refuse every sickness in my life in the name. When you do that, you have rejected it. But many people speak according to their feelings. You saw the results of your eye. And then you put your hand on your head. You say, I am dead. (laughs) Say, I'll never die. Speak the right words. I'm telling you. Some of you are in a relationship. Like some people, God has actually given you a good relationship. It, like I met mommy when I was in the university. Very good relationship. But then something little happens. And then you begin to say things like, I wish I never met you. You are the worst thing that happened. You are telling someone they are the worst thing that happened to you. And then after everything, you say, I'm sorry. I didn't know what came over me. What you don't know is that what came over you has accomplished its purpose. That's why you see that after the thing doesn't work. You blame it on other things, but you see, people never pay attention to the words. The actual thing you are supposed to blame is the words. Control your words and you will, con- you will determine the future. Don't speak by heart. Don't talk by heart. It is hurting your life. Don't be overly emotional and just say things. He said, as surely as I live, I will do what I hear you say. What are you saying? I come from a broke home. Is that what you are saying? Your family will continue to be broke. 
You are the reason why your family is not even getting out of there. Because you are the one that keeps confirming it. I'm a child of the king of kings. My father owns the silver and the gold. I can never be broke. Speak. Don't keep quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Children say things like, I'm afraid. Children say things like, from the look of things, things will never get better. Children say things like, I'm a failure. I am weak. I'm not intelligent. People can actually say, well, in the class, me, I'm an average student. Hey. You see, what you have said has made your life an average life. God doesn't make average people. God makes the best of everything. You are the best. Don't rate yourself by the standards of this world. I'm telling you, don't rate yourself like that. We all celebrate people like Lionel Messi only because he's playing football. If he was in your class in Ashesi, we would not be celebrating him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't look at people operating in a particular area and say they are better than me. You are better than them in a certain field. But you have failed to appreciate what you have. You have made the people determine your life by their words. A lecturer can give you 49%. You look at it and you, you size your whole life and say that's, that's the essence of my life. That's not the essence of your life. There's more in you. Declare it. Say, I have victory. I'm not a failure. Say, I'm not a failure. Say, I'm not a failure. Eight things that your tongue has power to do. Number one, write it down. I'm going to go very fast. Number one, your tongue is responsible for your good days. Good days. Your tongue is responsible for your good days. First Peter 3.10. See, for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. For young people, you have more days, but whether the days are going to be good or evil, the Bible is saying it depends on what you say. My future is bright. My future is glorious. Number two, the tongue can defile you. It has the power to defile you. Matthew 15, 11. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. What comes out of our mouth? What comes out of our mouth is the word of God. It's words. It's words. So, the word defile means to destroy in appearance. Do you see? To destroy. It means the beauty of your future is at the mercy of your words. You can defile your future. You can say things like, well, in my family, marriage doesn't do well. You have included yourself. You have destroyed your marriage. Number three, the tongue can keep you from calamity. Proverbs 21, 23. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. 
Number four, the tongue can provide a livelihood for you. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 20. From the fruit of thy mouth, a person's stomach is filled. Wow. If you are hungry, it means you don't know how to talk. Yes. <laughs> if you know how to talk, you'll never be hungry. I'm telling you. That's the truth. Anybody who does not know how to talk, they will, they will always be hungry. The word of God is very deep. You can walk into somebody's room and depending on how you talk, they will give you food to eat. But if you talk by heart, you will be hungry. Even your own friends, they will hide their food from you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Say, I have power in my tongue and I will use it to design my future. The safe thing the tongue has power to do is that the tongue is a weapon against the works of evil. It's a weapon. Weapons are to be used. They are not de- for decoration. They are to be used. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. <laughs> Look at the Bible. It says, no weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This scripture is telling you that the weapon that we are talking about here is where so. How did the first world war start? It's where someone says something someone didn't like. The formulation of these bombs are as a result of the anger that was caused. So the most dangerous weapons are not nuclear weapons. The most dangerous weapons are words. How do you settle a war? Do you add more war to settle a war? No. There's something called dialogue. The tongue is what quenches war. If you want Putin to stop his pressure on Ukraine, you need to know how to talk to Putin. Don't make him angry. Hallelujah. How did the second world war come? Words. Bible says no weapon forged against you will prevail. It means that the weapons that are formed against you are the words that have been spoken into your life. Or the words you have spoken into your life. It says you will refute every tongue that accuses you. So it says that the tongue has an effect on your life. But you have to refuse it. It's like when someone shoots you, you don't get well by saying, I'm forgiving you. You get well by removing the bullet from your body. Refute every tongue. You know, when I was in the university, a lecturer told me, she pointed to me. She was a lecturer. She was a professor. She said, you will never make it in life. I didn't laugh. That's not a laughing matter. I left her presence. I was going. The Holy Spirit said, you have been damaged. You have to correct it. I turned and I said, Ma, with all due respect, you are not God. I will make it in life. Someone said to you, Oh, as for you, hey, you there, you the fool. Oh, you you go fool her till you die. Hey. And then you are laughing. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Do you know what you have done? The weapon has taken effect in your life. You see that you are married, but you are still fooling. <laughs> I'm telling you the source. But right there, you say, Don't say those things about me. 
I am wise. I'm not a fool. You know, between David and Goliath, David said to Goliath, you come to me with sticks and stones as if I'm a dog. He said, I curse you with the gods of the Philistine. A giant sees a small boy and before they fight, he understands the technology of words. He understands that for the battle to be won, words must be spoken. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. And yet, he's not talking about nuclear weapons. He's not talking about AK-47. He's not talking about landmines. He says, and every tongue that accuses you, that means our life is destroyed by tongues. What has been said about you? Have you refuted it? One day, my roommate asked me. He said, give me money. And I said, I don't have money. And he said, don't talk like that. And I said, if I don't have money, why should I say I have money? And my roommate said, I said, don't talk like that. And I said, look at you. You don't have money. You are asking me for money. You are teaching me how to talk. He said, you don't know how to talk. That's why you don't have money. I said, what are you saying? He said, to say I don't have is to deny yourself from ever having. I said, what about you? He said, I have money. It's not here with me present. Then I learned never to say I don't have. Because the word have is the same word receive. Is the same word receive. Is the word lambano. Is the word to stabilize something. The moment you use the same the word have, you have stabilized it. You say I don't have peace. You have denied yourself from ever having peace. You say, I have joy. I have healing. I am.